This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Pearls Before Swine Do not give to dogs anything that is holy, and do not cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet, and then proceed to tear you to pieces. Matthew 7, 6 This verse came up in a conversation lately, a conversation about the place of Christians in a very unchristian culture. When, we may ask, do we shake the dust of this world off our feet? When do we say enough and retreat from the forums that snap and harass us? When do we give up on people or networks or communities? Enter this verse. According to some very well-established commentators like Matthew Henry, this verse is speaking about how some people in the culture are so far gone into the ways of evil that they can be classified as dogs and swine, and we are in fact wasting our efforts and squandering the gospel by continuing to offer it to them. This just didn't sit right with me. How about you? I mean, first of all, there's the obvious dilemma. How do you know who is true swine and who will turn into the next Paul? How in the world can we, mortals that we are, judge that? Especially given the fact that Matthew 7 opens with the warning, judge not lest you be judged by the same measure, and follows this passage with remove the plank from your own eye before you try to remove the speck from your brother's. Then this verse comes. And you know what follows? Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. As I read these verses in context and tried to figure out why I was daring to argue with Matthew Henry, it hit me. This famous pearls before swine verse is not about them at all. It's about us. It can be summed up in these two questions. Why would we give holy things to dogs? Why would we cast something as precious as pearls into the pigsty? This passage isn't calling out the world for being unworthy, nor is it telling us we need to be aware of the unworthiness. We all know what to expect in a pigsty. But keep in mind that this passage did begin with judge not. We don't know when one of those hate-filled people around us is going to become the next Paul thanks to our faithfulness. We don't know. We can't know. And we also don't need to know. What we do need to know is how to treat the good news that Christ brings. Look at those verses again in light of those questions. What if instead of saying, man, look at the filth of the world, don't sully yourself with that, it's saying, why are you treating what is holy and precious so cheaply? Do we truly understand the value of the gift we've been given? Think about it. What do you give to the dogs or pigs? leftovers, garbage, what's spoiled or unusable. They get the feed that isn't up to human standards. They get it because they enjoy it and it's what they're created to eat. We're not doing them a disservice by feeding pigs with slops. But can you imagine seriously tossing an heirloom into the pig pen? Can you imagine giving your dog your Bible as a chew toy? Of course not. But when do we do that without realizing it when it comes to the people around us? Maybe it's when we greet grief or pain, anxiety or mental illness with catchphrases instead of genuine listening, loving hearts. Maybe it's when we assume that people who have a political opinion we don't like can't really be children of God, too. Maybe it's when we help spread fear and distrust and hatred 
and claim we're doing it in the name of Jesus. Maybe it's when we use words of blessing but mean them as a curse. This is not treating the sacred as sacred. This is not treating the treasure as something to be cherished. This is valuing ourselves and our wants and our comforts above the kingdom we're called to serve. We have to discern the difference between what we should hold most dear and what leftovers we can toss out to the animals. So what do we place the most value on? And what do we hold too loosely? Do we hold our earthly things to our chest and then just toss out the gospel message because it costs us nothing? Are we treating it like leftover scraps that we don't need anymore? Or do we toss out the earthly things to anyone who needs them, holding close and demonstrating the value of the spiritual by treating it with the utmost respect? This doesn't mean we don't share it. It means we make it clear that what we're sharing is precious and important. It is far too easy to read those verses and mount up on our high horses where we can look down on the dogs and the pigs. When, though, did Christ ever call us to do that? No. He calls us to wash the feet of the people who have been in that pigsty. He calls us to serve and love them. He also calls us to recognize that the most valuable thing we will ever encounter is not gold or jewels, a nice house or a fast car, a great insurance plan, or a job with upward mobility. The most valuable thing we will ever encounter is the love of God poured out for us on Calvary. Do we value that so highly that we share it as treasure or as leftovers? Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by the Tea Party Book Club. Books, tea, great conversation, all from the convenience of your own home. To see what this month's book is and to reserve a seat, go to rosannamwhite.com and click the Tea Party Book Club tab or follow the link in the show notes. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv podcast for other shows I know you'll love.